Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode 34. I hope you have all had an incredible week, day, morning, month, Um, and welcome to you if you are a first-time listener. My name is Jess and I am the host of the Abundance Hub podcast. Now this morning I'm going to have to warn you if it's morning for you. It's morning for me here on the Gold Coast and I'm recording bright and early. So I've got um, some beautiful little birds that love to live right out the front of my office slash recording studio. And so you may be blessed with some beautiful bird noises this morning, or they may have just heard me talk and have decided that they're going to let me shine for the morning. Um, But as you know, I, if you do, if you don't, but as you know, I do run my business from home and although I have been doing this podcast now for 34 weeks, I am still an at-home studio gig. So hoping to soon, you know, move into an area where I have a little bit, a little bit more control over my environment, but I think you guys love the content enough that it doesn't really matter if we hear some birds in the background. So thank you guys again for tuning in. And as you know, I always start by reading a review from someone who has gone through the podcast app on Apple and and read a review just really to show my gratitude for everyone who takes the time to leave ratings and reviews because without those, that feedback, it, it can be, you know, it can be hard to keep going. But when I receive beautiful feedback, it really, really lights me up and it really, really It just inspires me to come up with beautiful new content for you guys every single week. So today I'm going to read a gorgeous review from Faraday Rosenberg, Perfect Timing. Everything happens at the right time for the right reason. I found you exactly when I needed to. I'm quickly becoming a super fan, bringing an Binging on old episodes during my walks, I've been replaying with my notebook out and recommending to my friends. Today started off right again. I'm finally inspired and on a better track. Thanks a lot, Jess. Love Faraday. Thank you so much, beautiful. I appreciate your time in sharing that with me and I absolutely am so thrilled when I hear that people are taking notes. It is something that I would love for each and every one of you. I know that a lot of you guys listen to me in the car from feedback that I've gotten in the past, but um, taking notes and also sharing the podcast with people around you is is something that is super important because 
we really are the sum of the people that we spend time with. And so when we can help and raise up the people around us by letting them know what we're tuning into, letting them know how, you know, how you're educating yourself and how you're filling your mornings, then it inspires other people to do the same. And what that, what ends up happening as a result of that is a ripple effect. And I heard something said not that long ago that was really super cool. And it was basically, actually it was, it was from a guy, this is a whole nother podcast. I think I say this every week, but it was from a guy that I recently bought a book from Ramdas and it was a podcast. I think it was a podcast, but basically he said, we can only get as good as the people around us because as a whole, we are all one and we need to raise together. So that's a really big concept, but And a lot of people don't like that concept, but the truth of the matter is we really are all the same. We really are all one. And as, as a race, um, as mankind living here on earth, we are here as, as one. And we, and, and we do have to expect that there are going to be people in this world that don't think the same as us, but the more we raise our own vibrations and the vibrations of the people around us and the standards and the expectations and the the more we raise the way we communicate and the way we show up, obviously as a community, we can improve. And then as a whole, what starts to happen is this ripple effect starts to be created. And I know this from podcasts. I think it's so incredible to think that we get this free content from thousands of people every single day, every single week. Isn't it a mind-blowing world that we live in? Super, super mind-blowing. But today I'm going to talk to you about something um, a little bit more, look, it, it, it can relate to you whether you work or you don't work, whether you have a business or whether you're a stay-at-home mom um, or whether you're a uni student, it really can relate to anybody. Um, but it's I named this podcast Action Expresses Priority and that's actually a quote that I heard from Gandhi years ago. So, um, and I thought it was a really cool subject and I had a little bit of a story for you. So, um, the last couple of weeks, myself and my hubby have been helping my daughter, Scarlett raise money for the color run. Now, if you're in Australia, well, the color run, I think is worldwide. And I am very, very blessed to be going to the Holy festival in India next year. So that will be an experience. Holy moly. Um, holy moly, did you get that? That was not meant to be a pun. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we've been helping her raise funds at school fundraising and it's for, um, raising money for the school via doing a color run. And so we started by helping her create her profile page and, and then, um, and then, you know, being that I love social media and we have a great community of people on there. I said to Scarlett, look, if we, if you want to raise, you know, more money than, than you thought you could, then you've got to, you've got to think outside the square and you've got to do something different. So why don't we make a video? And so she was like, yeah, I'm going to say this. And we had bloopers and it was really, really cute. Um, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, but it was really cute. And so we, I posted that to my Facebook page, my personal one, and then I posted it to my stories on Instagram with a little swipe up. Now, not a lot of mums have swipe up options, right? (laughs) So little Miss Scarlett's quite lucky. And look, 
to be honest, it wasn't as though we were expecting from from me so posting to social media about it that we would be raising thousands of dollars. Um, even when you've got lots of followers, there are a lot of people that don't genuinely follow you and tap into what you're up to and want to support your child in a color run. But I said I would share, and so I did, and um, and we ended up raising about. Oh, I don't know, about $150. So that was pretty good. And Scarlett was really, really thrilled. She's like, I've made $150. And, you know, and I'm like, well, you've, you've raised 150 for charity, which is great. Um, but then I started thinking about it and I'm like, did she raise it or did I raise it? (laughs) And the truth was really, I raised it in a lot of ways because we posted, but the great thing was, is that there was a lot of people who stepped in and supported Scarlett who already were part of her family and friends unit. There was definitely some surprises. Um, there was definitely some people outside of our little our little box um, who kindly went in and put 5 or $10, which was absolutely gorgeous. But overall, those people were most of the people who donated were the people we would have expected to donate, if that makes sense. Um, and so I started thinking about it and I said, you know, Scarlett, you've got a big goal in there. So, cause she set her sights high. She wanted 1500, um, which is a lot. And I'm like, if you want to do that, you've, you're going to have to do work, right? You're going to have to move into action. Um, and so she was thinking about what, what she wanted to win. Cause you know, they give, they give them prizes like the top leaderboard people, but Scarlett isn't, hasn't become yet. She probably will be, but she's only seven. <laughs> um, but she isn't really like competition based. So even like where she goes to do her, she goes to my first gym, which is like an exercise place for kids, um, fitness and gymnastics and martial arts. And, you know, you could, you could wear this little Fitbit and you could get on the leaderboard and whoever, whatever kid did the most action that week would, you know, have a chance to be like the mover of the month or something. And I'm over here like, you haven't worn your thing and you've got to get your action steps up. And there was one point where she was third and I was super excited. She's like, meh, couldn't care less. Um, and in terms of the color run, she wanted to, to get a bigger prize. I think it was a, one of those Nintendo Switch things or whatever they were. So anyway, um, so this was like a little lesson for Scarlett because I said to her, look, if you want to, if you want to raise lots of money, then you've got to do lots of work in order to raise that money. And I said, maybe what you should do is you should start thinking of things you, you could do that you might not want to do. Um, and so what we did was I started by talking to her about cold calling Um, and I didn't really call it cold calling, but I said, what about if you call people? Like, so we can go through the list and have a look at who's already donated. And then we can call some of our friends and family who haven't maybe missed it or haven't got Facebook or haven't yet donated. And Scarlett's first response was, oh, I don't want to do that. That's embarrassing. And so here comes the lesson. (laughs) I was like, that's fine, Scarlett. You don't need to do it. You don't have to do it. If you feel embarrassed, then that's really fine. I said, but what, why do you think it's embarrassing? And we, you know, we talked through it. And as we kind of got through the conversation, we realized that 
it was just something she didn't want to do. She wanted to watch her iPad in the afternoon or dance to her music, which is something that she does 24-7, finds a reflection and has a dance. Um, and she just didn't want to do it. She just, it was, it was in the too hard basket. And so, you know, the mum in me comes out and um, I should let you guys know, I'm going to try really hard not to swear today. Um, in case you want to watch this, listen to this in the car with your kiddos. Um, but yeah, so the mum in me comes out and, you know, wants to kind of help talk to her about, you know, doing hard things versus doing easy things. And I started to think about back in the day when I did network marketing and, um, and what, what I had to do in order to grow my business so exponentially quickly. So, um, I was one of the people to hit like the top level in our company very quickly. One of the quickest to get to that level at that time. And, you know, um, you can listen to some information about that. If you're ever interested in one of the previous podcasts, one of the early days ones where I talk a little bit about my journey and how my career paths have changed. But when I used to do the network marketing, it was with a product I absolutely loved, but also I didn't know a lot about it. But I was also coming from, well, look, to be honest, I was just a a little bit less, I was just a little bit less well-rounded about what my goals were. I knew I wanted to earn money, but I didn't really know what impact I wanted to make. Um, But one one of the key things that I believe I did that a lot of people just aren't willing to do is I chose hard over easy. I chose to get on calls with people. So every time anybody wanted to or was interested in the product, I would get on a call with them. And it was hard, you know, at the beginning, I had a little piece of paper and I had to make sure I was giving the right information and it pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I remember at times in that period, I would even get sweaty. Like that's how, because number one, I just wasn't, I wasn't confident enough with my content yet. Um, obviously as time went by, those things got way easier and it was, it was, and the belief grew stronger and it was very easy to talk about it because I had more experience and I had my own, you know, testimonial to share and, and all of those things flowed really, really easily. And even today, you know, I still use the product and I still absolutely love it. And so it's not, it's not hard for me to talk about it, but at the time when I started at the the time when I first, you know, I suppose like crossed that threshold and decided to do it, I was nervous and I didn't like doing the hard things. But one thing I knew is that the people that were earning lots of money and the people that were having the freedom, um, they were the ones that were doing the hard stuff, right? They probably weren't the ones that were just posting to social media and hoping they'd earn money, which was exactly the same thing as what was happening with Scarlett um, in this color run situation. And so there are there are lots and lots of ways you can kind of talk about this, you know, action expresses priority. But really the I suppose the message that I want to get across to you guys today is that I know that there are lots of people that love listening to podcasts and love doing personal development and and love the idea of having a business for themselves. But in the last nearly year, I've been coaching full-time. So 
If you missed one of my earlier episodes and you don't know the whole story, um, I've been coaching for quite some time for really for about six years in total, but I have been coaching full-time as a full-time mindset coach for the last year. And, and in that time, the growth that my business has had has been absolutely phenomenal. So obviously some of the work that I did on the lead up of, you know, people learning who I am and gaining trust and all of those things has helped. But my podcast is a perfect example of taking action to express the priorities I have in my life. So a lot of, a lot of people come to me for business mentoring and for, for mentoring in general. And they'll be like, look, I, like, I know what to do, but I just, I can't seem to get out of my own way. And the truth of that matter is, is that if, if you feel as though you can't get out of your own way, then you need to be really real and raw and honest with yourself around what you're making a priority. Because the only reason we take action is because we're clear on our priorities. So we decide how we spend our time. And when we lack certainty, when we lack that vision, when we lack the purpose and mission, then we make decisions based on things we aspire to versus priorities, right? So um, a really easy way to talk about this is imagine if you ran your business and you prioritized having a successful business and success normally means earning income, right? So I know a lot of people don't love that, um, love to talk about money. I'm completely aware of that. There's a good reason why people don't love talking about money. It's because they're scared shitless of it. Whoops, swore. Sorry, guys, scared of it. Um, (laughs) And so the reason people don't love talking about money is because, number one, they're scared of it or they've got a really dirty story around it. Like it could be. One of the ones I remember feeling like I was carrying on to for a while when I was younger was, well, if you have kids, you'll be poor because my uncle didn't have kids and he was rich. Now, I don't know how I picked that up, but I, well, I didn't even know if he was rich or not. I just perceived he was, to be honest, because he had a lovely house and a lovely apartment and nice cars and things like that. Um, Perception versus reality is always a very different story too, right? But he definitely had a lovely life and he retired early and there was lots of, you know, there was lots of things that you would love to aspire towards the way he lived his life, you know? So, but I picked up that dirty story money around like, well, having kids means you can't be successful. Um, people have dirty story monies like, well, all the people who are rich had to do something bad to get there or, um, you know, rich people are greedy people or not nice people or money doesn't make the world go round. I'm not materialistic, but the truth is guys, like, I'm sorry, but that's all, that's all a load of BS. It's it, everybody needs money and ideally a lot of it, right? <laughs> so people shy away from claiming their worth so often. And so the way I like to think of it is like, if you're a parent, you put your children's well-being as a high priority, right? So if if your kid's sick, right? Do you take the day off work? For sure. Do you take them to the doctor? Yes, you do. You do the things you need to do, right? You make their well-being your priority. So, 
it doesn't matter what else is happening in life. It's not like, oh, my child's sick. She's got a cold or she's, she's got a stomach bug, but I'm going to put Netflix on first because I need to watch that extra episode of whatever. No, that's not, that's not prioritizing, right? That's prioritizing Netflix. So this is what we do in business. This is what we do when it comes to our careers, when it comes to our own um, financial stability. This is what we do when it comes to our, our health and our figures and our, our general well-being for ourselves. This is, what it, this is what we do when it comes to our relationships, when it comes to the person we're married to, when it comes to the relationships we have with our family we put them very low on our priority list. And instead we do things like scrolling social media, watching Netflix, whatever, fussing about doing clothes washing that can wait till tomorrow instead of doing the shit that we're meant to be doing, which is making our lives better as a result of earning more money and creating more abundance. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should just drop Mike there and go, but (laughs) I think it's super important. I think it's a super important topic. Um, so yeah, you really have to, you really have to spend time on the things that are real priorities. And, and the reason that a lot of people don't is because they lack certainty. So when people feel a potential of failing or a potential that they could succeed, but it could be really big, or when people feel fear, around judgment. That's when they will move out of action. I have a whole module about this in my online coaching system. And I go into this way, way deeper. And I talk about this in a way that can really shift, shift you guys in, in a phenomenal way. Um, but we, we care what people think, right? And we, we care if we fail and we care if we succeed because we don't want to get too overwhelmed, right? So most people, between those three things and the fear that's based around that decide I've got no certainty here. I'm not clear with my goals. I'm very uncertain as to whether it's going to work. So I'll move away from action. And what that is doing is it is telling the world, the universe and yourself that it's not a priority for you to be successful. It sucks, but it's the truth. So you really do need to take a look at this and go, well, what can I learn from this? And I know that for mums in particular, um, if we're mums who juggle work, it can be really hard to figure out what our priorities are because we have priorities of being parents. And we have, for me, I can tell you, I, I may not work as many hours as my husband, um, in the physical, in the physical realm of, you know, earning money side. Um, my hubby though is one of those people who's incredibly hardworking and he works long, long hours because he's a wedding photographer. So it's very hard to, um, to kind of put us in the same basket, but then obviously when it comes to being a parent and especially a mum, we carry that, you know, that I suppose you call, I call it that like invisible load, the clothes washing and all the little things we have to worry about. Right. And, and it really can be difficult sometimes to, to figure out where our priorities lie because 
it's super easy as a parent to go, no, my priorities are my children, but your children don't care if the washing is done or not, or whether the dishwasher is packed. And I'm not saying live like a slob, um, but being, but having your children as a priority, it's also very important to be clear on what that means to you. And so my priority with my children is to be present and loving. And so I'm looking for opportunities and timeframes where I can do that, which means every night we read books and we have cuddle time and I get up at 4.30 in the morning so that I can do clothes washing every morning or I set the timer at night because that stuff is not a priority. That stuff can get done in my sleep, literally. And what I'm doing is I'm looking for good quality. Now, let me think about this. I'm looking for ways to cut my own bullshit out of my life, right? Because there are, I know there are a lot of people who, me included in the past, but who are really good at looking for excuses. So it's like, oh no, but you know, it's not as easy for me because of this or because of that. Guys, we all have the same set of issues. They're just bundled up and packaged and presented to you in a different way. But the truth of the matter is, if you want to spend your life creating excuses, you can, but you are going to express to the world that the actions you take are in alignment with your priorities. So if your number one priority is to always have a clean house, then fantastic for you, but it may not serve you long-term if your values are based around traveling and adventure and quality time with your family and having an abundant life. For me, my values are around travel, empowerment, fun and connection. And so making the washing, the clothes washing a priority is not going to get me more travel opportunities, more fun and connection and more ways to empower people. It's going to take me further away. So to be honest, some of the time I pay people to do my clothes washing because sometimes it's my lovely mum, sometimes it's my cleaner, but I, I have a cleaner. I have someone to wash the clothes because they're not, they're not priorities. They're things that just need to get done so we can continue to work towards the greatness and the priorities that we genuinely have, right? Does that make sense? I hope it really, I really do hope it does. Um, the same goes with wellness, right? So if you are like, if you're, I mean, it's probably time to stop fooling yourself and it depends on where you're at in your own life. But if you're scrolling social media every day and you're not exercising on a daily basis. And by exercise, I mean, just moving your body, right? Have a walk, um, do some push-ups, or go to the gym or do Pilates or do, do yoga or join a sport or go swimming in the ocean. It doesn't matter. Have sex, whatever it is. If, if you are scrolling social media or if you are fussing about the clothes washing, and I'm just using that as a, as a example versus, moving your body. You are making that a priority. You're making social media a priority. Um, one thing that I love to do, and I should mention it because a lot of people still don't know about it, but we have a screen time option in our phone. If you've got an, if you've got an Apple, Uh, but I'm sure that the Samsungs and all of that have something similar, right? But we have an option to cut down the time that we spend on social media So I would highly suggest that if you are scrolling social media and you are not fulfilling your life with things that you love and that you feel genuinely lit on fire by, um, 
start looking at the action you're taking and write down what you're prioritizing. Um, a few years ago, I decided to stop watching TV and it was actually a couple of my good friends that, that really inspired us to do it. And at first, like we were the, we were the TV watchers, you know, like we would just sit there in bed. We had a TV in our bedroom, TV downstairs, another TV in a different room. And I mean, I remember years and years ago, like we would watch series, like the whole series in one night. It was pretty crazy. Um, and we would, we would binge watch, but then at night, like we would just get into bed and we would just sit there together and we'd just watch for like three or four hours, just different TV. And we had Foxtel at the time. Um, now it's Netflix, right? Or Stan or whatever it may be, but that's cool. Like everyone's allowed to do what they want with their life, but that was our priority, right? Yes or no? Of course it was. We were making TV watching a priority. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like being told that, but you value what you value. And because I value travel and empowerment and fun and connection, I spend most of my days forward planning my life. I spend most of my days really in touch with who I am. And I spend a lot of my time creating and building my business. And, you know, somebody said to me the other day, actually, I get it. I get it a lot, but somebody said to me not long ago, um, like you've got such a great life and, um, such a good lifestyle and all of these things. Right. And so you've got this beautiful house and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, I definitely understand that. Um, and how do I, how do I get all of that? And how do I do that? And I was like, oh, that's a big, tough question, but it's, it's a lot of years of working towards figuring out what my priorities were. And to be honest, even when I did my network marketing and I, I did actually earn a fair, a fairly good amount of money through it. And I, I had a beautiful team under me and I loved doing it. Um, and you can listen back previous episodes, um, in order to hear more about that. But I, I did have trouble making it a priority, but it wasn't it. It was me. I had trouble making me a priority. Whereas when I started when I made that decision to coach full-time, I had evolved in so many ways. And, you know, now I'm really, really blessed because the, the income that I'm, that I've created and the income that I are, that I am creating, I are creating, see Jess, just another regular old girl, but the income that I am creating is quite phenomenal to be honest. And I don't love talking about what I earn, but I know that the, the income that i bring in for our family through what I do. And the fact that I can still pick my daughter up at three o'clock every day and I can get my nails done and have time to do things outside of business. Um, the income that I'm, that I'm able to earn or that I, that I make a priority to earn is a direct result of the work I do, obviously. But I had a point there and it completely lost me. Um, it's the kind of income that someone would be earning. And I'm not going to tell you because it's always growing and changing, but it's, it's a high end corporate role. It's a very high end corporate role. And that's, 
that's a that's a time poor job right that's a that's sometimes like one of those soul sucking jobs um maybe not all of them but it's the kind of income that a lot of people would dream of and and i don't say that to impress you and show off and and i think it's actually i think that money and income is just an exchange of energy so the more people you impact the more income you earn the more that you're driven by purpose and mission the more abundance that flows I don't see anything that I do as, oh, should I, am I okay to charge that? Because when I do a retreat, for example, when I host a retreat or I, um, I partake in offering someone a spot with me as a one-on-one coaching client and I tell them how many thousands of dollars it's going to be, I know that the impact I'm going to make is going to be incredible. I know that it's going to be worth all their money and I know that they're going to be so happy that they spent that money. There's no qualms about it. When I see another person go online and buy one of my coaching modules, buy the nine coaching modules, and you know at the moment it's $600 off, but it's still a decent investment at $997. But wow, when when I see someone go in there, it's, it literally brings me to, to tears of gratitude because I'm like, wow, that person is going to have so much. Even now when I say it, it makes me want to cry. But I honestly think, wow, all the stuff that I've put into this and that person is going to have such a great journey doing these modules. I'm so happy for them. And so you can see how it's easy for abundance to flow because I love what I do. But the thing is, is that I've created routine and I've created ritual and I've chosen to do the things I don't want to do first. And that means the late nights and that means the quitting of the Netflix it means exchanging things, right? Um, and 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 it's okay. I mean, honestly, if you if you um, if you're happy where you're at, if you're completely one hundred percent happy with where you're at, then maybe you don't need to work like a dog, and maybe you don't want that big, big, big income. And if you don't, then that's totally okay. But I just want to instill and impart on you that. One thing that you can do this week is really, really be honest and real with yourself around what you need to take action on and where you need to take, where you need to be honest around what you're prioritizing. So replacing net Netflix marathons with like um, a bit more sleep or a bit more work, um, you know, replacing all these toxic friends in your life that may not be serving you with investing in a mentor prioritizing yourself is, is really what we're talking about here. Um, if you're, a, if you love complaining, right, if you love having a bitch and a whinge about people and situations, you're prioritizing complaining, right? So taking responsibility for that and replacing that and deciding that instead of making complaining a priority in your life, you're going to make a gratitude a priority or make meditation a priority. Yeah, you following? I hope so. Replacing alcohol with water is one. Prioritizing. So if you're prioritizing those things, then that's fine if you're owning it. But a lot of people don't own it. Um, and prioritizing action over procrastination, overthinking. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I hope so. Um, but yeah, so the, the number one thing is, Oh, the number one suggestion I have, especially if you're a business owner and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, Jess, 
look what, you know, Jess has created in a year and I can't even get my shit together. And I've been working in a, in a network marketing business for three years, or I've been working a job I don't like, and I'm just not prioritizing. And then I get home and I don't do anything to help my well-being or my mental wellness. And I don't have certainty and I don't have clarity. The reasons you don't is because you are not taking action in the right way to express where you, what the things you prioritize. That is it. That is the, that is the crux of it. So with all of that being said, I want to encourage you guys. I want you to do a, a little bit of a, I suppose like an audit on your time this week. And I want you to figure out what you are making priority. And so if you pick up your phone in the morning and you start scrolling social media, mark my word, you have made this little wide community around you of people that you don't know your priority. Yeah. And I say this, it's funny because every time I say stuff about social, I'm like, but still look at my stuff. Just don't, just don't waste your time. Right. (laughs) Um, but you know, we consult this little wider community of thousands of people that we follow on social media and we let them become our priority. They don't know us from a bar of soap. We don't know them from a bar of soap yet. We will put that before exercise, meditation, reading a mission statement, saving money, investing in things, being present with our children, getting ahead of the game. We will put these things in front of things that are absolutely must be priorities, right? Like our well-being should be a priority. Our physical well-being, our mental well-being, our financial well-being, those three things, physical, mental, financial, our relationships, those things should be priority in our life, yet we don't make them a priority. Take a relationship, for example. You... I mean, the easiest, there's three easy ones to use, right? The relationship you have with your kids. If it's a priority, then you're reading books that are going to help you become a better parent. If it's not a priority, then you're not, right? I'm sorry, but now the rant starts. I was quiet before. I think I was still waking up. That is literally the truth. And I don't care what you think. I don't care what you want to believe. I don't care what excuse is now popping up in your head. Like, oh, that's all well and good, Jess, but I don't have time to read. F off, bullshit, you do. You just haven't made time. You can pick up a book and read two pages a day and it may take you a year to read the book, but you are still choosing to prioritize something, right? So if you're watching Netflix you're not, and you're not reading and educating yourself about how to become a great parent or a better parent or a more conscious parent, then you're not making that a priority. Same with your relationships. If you've, got a, if you've got a relationship breakdown, if it's with a parent, if it's with a partner, and nearly every single person in this world, I, I would beg to differ, everyone will at one point have a relationship or you know a sexual um, romantic relationship with somebody and they will feel like it's about to break or it will break or it will be going through a breakdown. And at that point, you decide what you do your action expresses where what's important to you. So if you take no action, then you are saying this is not important to me. If you don't hire a coach, go to marriage counseling, read some books, learn what the heck is going on in your mind, start being honest with yourself around what's really happening. If you're not doing those things, then you are saying they're not a priority. And what you're doing is you are making other things priority. It might be going out drinking with the girlfriends on the weekend, it might be sleeping in, it might be eating um, you know, junk food, it might be bitching and moaning. You might, 
You might spend an hour a week on a phone call to someone having a bitch about your partner instead of actually prioritizing how to fix it. Those are just some things I might have maybe learned in the past. <laughs> um, so honestly, I just want you guys to be really real and I want you to audit your time this week and figure out where you really are choosing to spend time, where you're taking action and where you're creating and telling yourself the universe and the people around you what your priorities are. And then I want you to consciously think about how you're going to change it um, because that's where that's where the real growth starts is when we we accept and we admit where we're at and it's fine if you you know if you message me or if you leave a review and you say Jess you know what my priority was actually Netflix my priority was social media I was prioritizing that over everything good on you for being honest good on you for owning up and now time to step up so own up and step up it's pretty simple right you 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 have clarity you are able to look from the outside in you're able to own up to your flaws and to where you're at. And then you're able to step up into the new new level, into the new, um, you know, into some, some better greatness, into some more abundance. You step up and then you keep stepping up. And trust me when I tell you this is something, there's a, there's a flight of stairs and it never ends. But one foot forward is so much better than one foot backwards. So I really highly encourage you guys to send me your feedback. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a gorgeous week. Share this, review this, rate this. I will love you even more than I already do. Thank you guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the Abundance Hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.